0: Welcome to the Michelle Mission, two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. My name is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble, and as always, I am joined by my partner. Hey, it's Vincent Williams. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, it's just us. Just us. Just the two of us. Seems like the very first time. I know, I know. But... We are in summer mode, summer league as it were, Mm. as we bring you Vincent's selection for tonight's stop on the Michelle Mission, Spike Lee's He Got Game with Denzel Washington, future NBA Hall of Famer Ray Allen, Mm. Rosario Dawson, Mila Jotlovich, and Six Degrees of Derville Martin frequent connection. Mm -hmm. Dick Anthony Williams. No. No, Dick Anthony Williams. Not Dick Anthony Williams. Oh, I... Thomas Jefferson Thomas Bird? Jefferson Bird. That's, okay. what, I That's yeah. what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Thomas Jefferson Bird. Thomas Jefferson Bird. Bill Nunn. Bill Nunn. Bill Blankin. You'll miss him, believe it Bill or not. Nunn. Yeah. Vincent, how are you doing? I'm chilling. Cold chilling. maxing and relaxing. Good to be here. Like you said, it's the two of us. It feels like we're, you know... It It Look... <laughs> Not that I don't like having guests. I hey, everyone loves having guests. I love having guests. Yeah, sure. But it feels like it's been so long since it's been the two of us. Yeah. That I felt like <laughs> taking it back to old school. I see. I so see. not only to when it was just the two of us. Yes. But when we used to do it back in my house. Yeah. At yeah. my kitchen table. That's right. That's right. When the cameras were there. The cameras were there. <laughs> And man, a brother could get real comfortable. I look, <laughs> and I got real comfortable tonight. Brother. Yeah, I see. Yes, I, I see. did. Pajama game. Like this is my this is my 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 Batman pajama. Game. I see. Very comfortable. It's very, very comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, And it's all f- got bad jammies. Yeah, and I got my got my slippers. Got on slippers. You know, uh-huh. I have real like, dude. All I need is a bowl. My Batman bowl. Yes, I have a Batman bowl. Right, right, with the candy in it. No, not my, No, not the Batman bowl with the candy in it. Okay. I got a Batman cereal bowl. Oh, the Batman cereal bowl. So okay. I'm have my peanut butter uh, Captain Crunch. Got you. Mixed with some Rice Krispies. Got you. Got you. That is my elixir, my breakfast your, elixir. There you go. And you mix it with the Rice Krispies just to cut some of the peanut butter a little bit. I guess. I don't know. I, you know what happened? I don't. Long ago okay. when I was a wee lad. Yes, yes. One day I went downstairs to get some cereal. Yes. And there was only like just like 10 peanut butter Captain Crunches left in the box. Got you. And it was it was my own doing because I was yeah. the only one that ate it in half. Right, right. And the only thing other box was Rice Krispies. And you mixed them. So I had to mix it. Mm-hmm. And, and you I, liked it. And I liked it. And this, ever since then, that's been my uh, elixir enough. of choice. Excellent. Excellent. There you go. There what you, do. you don't want to do okay. is mix two chocolate cereals. Interesting. Seems like it would be a good idea. It's not. But it's not. It's not. Because it's too intense. I see. It's way too intense. I see. Okay. All right. I'm All sorry. right. Excellent. Well, not next time you have to bring a bowl of cereal with you. Do not tempt me. I don't like me. Because I will, I will. Do you like cereal? Do you eat cereal? A huge cereal person. You don't look like it. You You're not a huge, huge oatmeal guy, aren't yeah, I... you? Yeah. <laughs> You're an oatmeal guy. You know what? It's heart healthy. <laughs> what we're not going to do is disrespect oatmeal. So it's Peter Butter Captain Crunch. I do. Is it heart healthy? It has eight essential vitamins and minerals. <laughs> 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 Jason, Jason Milk make a complete breakfast. There you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> hey, TV said so. Fair enough. No, all right. Fair enough. And if you can't believe TV. Fair enough. Vincent, Yes, sir. How was your, um, I know this is a Tuesday, but how was your weekend? Oh, school, school, you know, pretty low key, pretty low key. I, I think the big thing the, that is um, missionary worthy is watched they clone Tyrone. Yes, it was dropped on Netflix. Yes, it did. I, and and you know I've been waiting for this mm-hmm. for months. Yes. And it was worth the wait. Really? It was very good. Really. It was very, it was very smart. Okay. And much like I was telling you before um we start taping, it is smarter than it looks. Really? Yeah, I I think the ad campaigns have been sort of playing up mm-hmm. the costumes mm-hmm. and again the comedy, but there's a lot going on, in they clone Tyrone. Okay, uh, the the logline on the movie is that it's a series of eerie events thrust a uh, uh, trust a an unlikely trio and t- onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy. Uh, this film that stars John Boyega, Tiana Paris. And uh, Jamie Foxx and mm-hmm. Jay Alphonse Nicholson just dropped on on Netflix was eagerly awaited. Yes, if it, and uh, um a lot of people remember the trailer from not too not too long ago, right? But right, right. That's ago. all we had for yeah. for months. Yeah, yeah. And they we're really looking forward to this movie. And uh it finally dropped, and I see it's like I think it's like number one on Netflix already. Yeah. It's and what I'm happy about, and I hope it continues. Is this type of exchange that we're having right now, where I've noticed the word of mouth. Okay. Is very vibrant. That's, that's what what it is. Where, you know, again, I think people are saying, again, this is a smart film. Okay. Yeah, the, the shorthand I've been using, and there's no disrespect to the filmmakers, and and actually you have the um IMDb open, the directors and writer, the directors, because this, this is- a, a Jewel Taylor. Yeah, Joel Taylor. I thought it was two people. Jewel Taylor uh, directed it, and their screenplay is by Joel Taylor and Tony Rentenmeyer. Yeah, this is very much their vision. Okay. And I mean, no disrespect by what I'm about to say, but what I've been kind of telling people is imagine if Jordan Peele- Made black dynamite. Hmm. Interesting. So interesting. So very much. So this. So this. I I know this definitely is like it's it's pitched as a comedy. Yes, and it is very funny. Okay, but does it also like the is is the sub Is it suspense? There is, is suspense. Thriller. There is thriller. There is a lot of commentary. Oh, sort of social commentary. Okay. And it is one of those films, and it to me, you know, for me, it's the best kind of film. I've been thinking about it since we watched it. Mm. Like, just throughout the day, over the past weekend, like, I'll say to my wife, oh, that's why her name was Yo-Yo. Okay. Or okay. I'll say, oh, that's why the cars look like that. Like, it's that type of thing where you can yeah. tell. You're constantly processing. You're constantly processing, and you realize... Just how much thought mm-hmm. went into the construction of this fictional world? Okay, okay, all right, man. So, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm look, really looking forward to it because I remember the trailer looked real smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. real funny, real yeah. biting. Yeah, real smart. Um, it, and it it looked what what uh, it looked exactly like what I hoped the blackening was going to be okay and I saw the blackening and I I like the blackening well enough right. but it wasn't quite as sharp as I would have I sure. thought it was going to be and this sounds like it's going right to be. well I haven't seen what razor sharp okay razor sharp and and again much like we talked about before I have not watched it again mm-hmm. but it's on my very short list to watch again okay I see Miss Makiba's in the chat hey Miss Makiba I loved how they handled Black Folk's love of conspiracy theories. Yes, in the movie. So they def- definitely talk about yes. that. And uh Pharaoh Blackwell, what's up Farrell, says that Jordan Peele and Black Dynamite um connection was the exact vibe that he got from the trailer a- as well. Yeah. Yeah. And again, this this is no like these 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 are not people who made something after Get Out. Mm-hmm. Like you know, not right, to, right. not to name names or point at projects, but there are very there very much been projects that you can tell somebody picked up a pen in a legal pad after they saw Get yeah. Out. Yeah, yeah. This is very much their singular vision, mm-hmm. but it it you know you just sort of use Jordan Peele as shorthand because Jordan for P- smart genre social commentary because Jordan Peele. Th- th- created the lane for right. that exactly you know but not for you to exactly. like copy what he did exactly but to to exactly put your own voice exactly out exactly at, at right. the risk of falling down the comic the the, the comic uh, rabbit hole I always think about the the legendary creator jack kirby mm-hmm. and jack kirby used to say that people would come to him and say you know you meant so much to me and you're the reason i wanted to work and, and draw the Hulk and draw the X-Men and draw Black Panther and draw Fantastic Four and everything that he created. And he used to say, if you really wanted to honor what I did, you would create your own thing. Exactly. And I think this is very much in, the, in, in, in that respect what happened with this film. Okay, I'm looking forward to checking so, it out. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. And I saw Deborah Battle actually said that she is loving Len in the Batman gear and Vincent Sanford and Son t-shirt. It's a deep cut, but if you know, you know. I know it. I know it. Mm-hmm. In- indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, Shout out to Blonde Mellow Jelly Jr. Blind Mellow Jelly. M- Mellow Jelly. Is it Mellow Melon? No, it's Blonde. I thought it was Blonde Mellow Jelly. I don't know, was melon jelly? Melon jelly, for no, sure. No, whatever. All I knew was his son. This is his son. Wants his, his, son. Once his yeah. daddy's records. That's right. That's right. Um, This weekend, for okay. me, okay. Mm-hmm, I went to the closest thing that I will ever get to mm-hmm. attending a Beyonce concert. Okay. And that was? And that was when I went to, uh, I was in New York this weekend. Mm hmm. And I went to see the um, they call it a play. It's not not fair, but it's on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Six, yeah, which is the story of the six wives of Henry the Eighth. Yes, and exactly, you know, their relationship with with uh, Henry the Eighth and how they all led. Well, five of them led to their demise. Right, right. arrived. Don't lose your head. Um, but it is put together as like these six six women as almost like a, a girl group okay and they're doing like this huge concert okay which then they then tell their story individual right. stories let me tell you okay this show was fantastic oh good i and i i am putting it out there right now ladies and gentlemen i am announcing i like musicals. Oh, I must. Oh my goodness gracious! I must. Now I might be specific about the musicals I like, Sure, sure. But I think we all are. But I, I like musicals. Okay. no Now, to be fair, like Hamilton is a musical. Yes, because it is. It's a play, right? But then it's a musical. Sure. This is one hundred percent a concert. I don't. I if like the, the whatever dialogue or is. It, it, said mm-hmm. in this um performance is the is the dialogue that a performer would have with the audience Gotcha. and then to a degree with one another on stage but mm-hmm. it really is to the, it really is a concert okay going from like about seven to eight original original tunes there's no intermission which is my favorite kind of broadway show okay um and i i loved Every single track. There's one. There's one song. Um, uh, uh, Jane Seymour, who is not the actress, but right, the, right, the, right, but the, right, the wife right, of Henry right, the Eighth, right. the, who, which is the one, if I remember correctly, is the one that that died during childbirth. She's the one that actually fell, like Henry actually fell in love with most naturally. Okay, uh, and the one that gave him a son. Okay, she died in childbirth, and she d- does d- does this performance of this song "Heart of Stone." That there was not a dry eye in the theater by the time she was she was done. Mm-hmm. Um, but then conversely, at the top of the show, there is the Henry the first wife Catherine, mm-hmm. who does this song, which I think is called "No No 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 Way." Well, mm-hmm. I guess maybe just "No Way," but that's True. like the chorus. It was a Beyonce song, and okay. she was killing it. And okay. She was just they dancing. They were grooving. They had they had uh, um, uh, 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 costume changes. Okay. Like I wasn't. I was sitting there grooving the entire time, man. It was fantastic. It was one of the best shows and concerts that I have ever been to in my entire life. Well, that is fantastic. I had such and a great I am time. I'm happy you enjoyed. You should see it. I will put it on the list. You should put it on. The list. It is on the list. Yes. Don't go see the Michael Jackson show. I saw the Michael Jackson show. I enjoyed it. I, enjoyed it. I liked it enough. This is better. Okay. This is ten thousand times better. Ten thousand times 10, better. Thousand times all right better than the Michael Jackson. That's a lot better. Show. It's a it's a it's that much better. All right. On the list. All right. All right. That's what I did. All right. Anything else we need to cover? No, no, no. Skills are skills. That's race. right. Looking forward and we're talking about a movie with you. <laughs> oh, and I saw Barbie. Okay. You enjoy it? Vincent. Okay. I'm about to say a sentence that I would have never imagined ever saying in regards to a movie based on Mattel's Barbie. And that is? I cried watching Barbie. You cried watching Barbie. You got you got Broadway shows crying. You got Barbie crying. I was in my fields this weekend. I see. I, see I was in my fields in New York. You are just the picture of the progressive man. Yes, that's exactly what I am. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is progressive there man. You go. There you um, go. Yeah, Barbie was was really, really good. That's what the word is. It was really, really. First of all, I can see why he's making all the money. Because the screening that I went to, I saw it in New York. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, Sunday, Saturday, was it Sunday? Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Need something to do before the, before the play. Sure. See Barbie. But very spur of the moment. Sold out. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm, I'm impressed you got tickets. It was playing on four theaters. Yeah. In this, in this uh, 25 theater auditorium. Yeah. Sold out. Had to wait. For the next showing, to get the last seats in the back, yeah. <laughs> My screening was Barbie with Spanish subtitles. <laughs> well, you you had quite the adventure this weekend. <laughs> that was that was, those were the only seats available. Those were the only seats available. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm in there, pat Pat with Spanish and, and Latin, Latin people, Latin and people enjoying Spanish enjoying Barbie. They, they were enjoying they, they, they went to a foreign film. Yes, they went to a exactly. There you go. Exactly. Um, but it was it was amazing. It was fantastic. I'm a huge Bar- Margot Robbie fan. Yeah, I like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Issa Rae is great President yeah. as President uh, Barbie from *President right Barbie*. Yeah. Um. Uh, there is a, I, I the cat may be out the bag right now, but I'm not going to spoil it. But there is a huge like A-list star that has like a, uh, a role in here that okay. that is kind of integral to the to the movie. But really, they're just really being funny. Okay, um, but I like the like okay. it. All right. Uh, the message of it was cool. Yeah, yeah, w- yeah, yeah. Was, was very good. Um, it did not, uh like run away from any controversy about about the, the image of Barbie. Okay. It was really really cool. And right. really do. All right so, uh Ladame is in the chat. Oh, oh, um, Farrell Blackwell's like <laughs> uh what are you say? Damn Len, you you don't get po- don't get caught in the weeds. Right. Don't get so, caught. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I I, that... I know. I know. I know. It, it, it was in capitals. Right. He put it in all caps. Right. He knew what he was doing. Right. You knew what you were doing. Right. That's that's why I'm impressed with with the subtitles and you were able to concentrate. But I was there. Yeah. I was there. And it, it was it was really, really, really smart. Um, It did not, you know, it was insane. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, cause it happened, a lot of the movie takes place in Barbie land. Yeah. yeah. So it's insane. Mm-hmm. But um, America is in it. I like yeah, the America yeah, Ferrera. Yeah. She, she was very good. She has a very strong moment in this in this movie. Um, it 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 really is really good, and I can see how uh, why it is resonating with so many people. Does it answer all the questions? No, but it it but it asks <laughs> questions. You know what I mean? Not really a critique you expect of a Barbie movie. But well, that's the thing. <laughs> Does it? Answer all of the questions. Well, that's the thing. No, it does not. But it asks those questions. But it asks those questions. As it asks you to deal with. And it asks you to deal with. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and look, I'm definitely going to say it. has it. thoughts on questions. Yeah, it I'm definitely answer it. them. Yeah, it has absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. Got to it I'm on the list. Got to see it. All right. Yeah! Top five. Who's your top five? Top five, ladies and gentlemen, my where I uh, create a top five list and Vincent gives five. me his commentary on it. And keeping it in theme with five. our film that we are reviewing for tonight, He Got Game. Vincent, I have my five films, five black films. Okay. That I'm going to pose to you. Okay. I'm going to read to you mm-hmm. the um, like the synopsis of the, the movie. Some of these movies you may have seen. Some okay. of you may have not. I'm not sure. Okay. Based on what you've heard, mm-hmm, I will ask you to determine whether or not these movies have a game. I mean, can the movies play basketball? Can the cast play basketball? Does it resonate with us years later, perhaps, with some critique that is Emblematic for of most of his filmography. Where do we? Well, basically, whether or not the the lead black male, okay. in these films, okay, has game based on what you hear. Game is basketball. No, just game. Just game. All right, go just ahead. Game. Game may be spitting game. Well, each of these movies, okay, has game in the title. Game in the title. Okay, all right. Well, let's do the first one. Maybe that'll help me, kind of. Maybe this will solidify. Coalesce it for you. Right. right. Congeal it. Okay. Concretize. Illuminate. Number five. Number five. Endgame. From 2006. Okay. This is an action film uh, that was written and directed by noted stuntman Andy Chang. Okay. And stars one Cuba Gooding Jr. This doesn't have game. I'm hitting the buzzer. <laughs> we got and gavel. We're... No, Steve Harvey. <laughs> it, it doesn't have game. I got to Let me read this. Okay, I'm sorry. Go <laughs> ahead. be fair. Okay, go ahead. Let me read this. All right, go <laughs> ahead. Kuma Cunning Jr. Doesn't have game. Stars as Secret Service Agent Nope. Alex Thomas, nope, who was shot in the hand, nope, no, while unsuccessfully trying to protect the bre- the president mm-hmm. from an assassin's bullet. Later, what did he do? Put his hand up. <laughs> what is this? Oh, no, this sounds ridiculous. He got shot in the hand. <laughs> did the stuntman man write this too? okay go ahead go ahead kevin Gooding jr plays secret agent man who got shot in the hand while trying to protect the president go ahead later (laughs) with the help of a persistent newspaper reporter named kate crawford played by uh, law and orders angie Harmon. He uncovers a vast conspiracy behind what initially appeared to be a lone gunman. (laughs) This film also co-stars Ann Archer, James Woods, and Burt Reynolds. Oh no! Not Burt Reynolds! Um, Proof that Cuba perhaps maybe doesn't have game. No. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yes. Is listed in the credits, in the, in the opening credits, as Cuba Gooding, comma, capital J, dot, capital R. Dot. So they don't even get the spelling of his name correct. Yes. Of the lead. No matter how we're talking about game, this film does not have it. Okay, fair enough. So Cuba Gooding Jr. does not have game in end game. But you know, everybody plays a fool sometime. That's a music joke for those of you that really get it. Go ahead. Number four. Number four. More than a game. More than a game, which is a two thousand eight American documentary. Okay. That follows basketball superstar LeBron James. Okay. And four of his teammates through the trials and tribulations of high school basketball in Akron, Ohio, Mm -hmm. and follows James' journey to Mm -hmm. fame. Uh, It's a documentary that focuses on the five young basketball players and their coach performing on an an AAU team with the growing stardom of the future NBA superstar LeBron James, who is decidedly the the major focus of this documentary, More Than Game. I would say this does have a game. I I would think you have yeah, to yeah, say yeah. this does have a game. The man. Yeah, and and since you know we're saying it right now, um, prayers out to the James family. Yeah, for Brony and his son Brony. Yeah, who had a um cardiac who had cardiac. Or- so yeah, absolutely. Okay, I love LeBron James. You do. I love LeBron James. I love everything about LeBron James and the James family. Really, I do. I mean, I'm, I I'm my only. Say, say it that way because I don't give a shit about the basketball. Aversion part. to yeah. basketball. Yeah, sports. but I, I like how he moves. Okay. I like how he moves. I do too. I. Life. Right. I, so, I, yeah. I concur as well. Uh, number three. Number three. This is from 2007. Okay. This is The Game Plan. The Game Plan. You remember this movie? Vaguely. Remind me. Directed by Andy Fickman, this film stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. As a professional quarterback who finds out that he has an eight-year-old daughter from a previous relationship. Sure. Uh, the film um, is about his, the 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 character mm-hmm. creating a relationship. With, with his daughter. With his eight-year-old daughter. Uh, it is a sports family comedy. Um, the Rocks. Is the daughter played by Kevin Hart? Okay. All right. Go uh, the, the Rock's character, famously in this film, is shown to be taking ballet lessons. Yes. In the movie, uh, which is an indirect nod to uh, Hall of Fame wide receiver Lynn Swan, who took ballet lessons yeah. during his NFL career yeah. with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. So would you say that The Rock, in the game plan, mm-hmm. has gained? I would say he has games simply for the reason because he has made 37,000 movies playing the exact same character with the dude with like the tan shirt that's open and cargo pants. And he gets into like punchy, punchy, shooty, shooty. He's an agent. He's a mercenary. He's a mercenary agent. And then he punchy, punchy. And this sounds different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I always like it when people stretch a little bit. Okay. Or uh, like I say, he makes these movies with Kevin Hart, where the whole hook is I'm the Rock and I'm a real big guy, and Kevin Hart is a little guy, and the hijinks ensue. Right. He's made like five different versions. He's of that. made a few, more than a few of those, more than a few of those. I can't believe how big you are. I can't believe how little you are. And then they do that for like an hour and forty five minutes. Do you? Are you a fan of like? Do you watch the Rock like movies they the Round? Sure. Okay. You know my problem with The Rock. The problem is he raised my interest so much with the Rundown, which is, is still his best movie, and I me. loved the Rundown so much. Yes, and I loved him in the, the rundown. rundown so much that frankly I've been disappointed it ever s- since. S- it was, it, and it that's s- not s- his fault necessarily, right? But but yeah, that's that's really that that's really my my challenge with The Rock. I, agree. I I actually agree with that. I love the run. I actually just watched it again, maybe probably less than two months. Ago. Oh, it absolutely holds up. And let's be clear, The Rock is real racially ambiguous in the way he kind of presents himself. Mm-hmm. But Rocky Johnson and Rosario Dawson have made me. I'm like shit. We could probably do the rundown on here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two. Number two. This is from 2014. Okay. This stars uh Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. in The Big Game. Okay. No, no, which one is this? See, I'm unsure about this one. This isn't one of those the most dangerous game movies, is it? No, no, okay. No, 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 no. Not at, not at all. The big game. Uh, is a throwback to 80s and 90s adventure movies with a dash of comic book violence thrown in for good measure. The plot. Air Force One is shot down by terrorists. Okay, a lighthearted film. Leaving William Allen Moore, Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. A.K.A. the President of the United States. Why not? Stranded in the wilderness of Finland. Where these people just do cocaine and just pull names out of a hat and do a Mad Libs? In the forest on a hunting mission to prove his maturity to his kinsfolk, a 13-year-old boy named of course, plans to track down a deer only to discover an escape pod that holds the president. Yes, the sure. The pair must now team up, team up to escape the terrorists yes. who are closing in to capture their own big game prize. Sure, sure. Finnish kid the woods in Finland President Samuel Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson All right write it up to me this has game look why not you, you can't you really can't go wrong with Samuel Jackson as president sure why not you have to right right like right. I want to see this movie I never yeah. heard of this movie yeah okay I all have right. to see this movie all right okay all right and number one. Number one. From 2001. 2001. Two can play that game. Two can play that game. A film written and directed by Mark Brown that yes. stars Vivica Fox and Morris Chestnut. Yes, absolutely. Shantae Smith, and AKA. Andre, um, Anthony Anderson's in here. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, Monique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of people in here. Yes, yes. Look there's Rick Gabrielle Ricker. Union. Gabrielle Union. That's Wendy right. Raquel Robinson, yeah, yeah. Tamala Jones, Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah. Shantae Smith, played by Vivica Fox, is mm-hmm. a woman who gives advice on how to keep a man in check. Mm-hmm. Her ideals are challenged when her man, an attorney named Keith Fenton, played by Mars mm-hmm. Chestnut, mm-hmm. threatens to stray. Smith is a well-educated woman who feels that when it comes to men and their tricks, she knows them all. But on the other hand, Shante's boyfriend, Keith, is being led by his friend, Tony, Anthony Anderson, who thinks he knows all the tricks that women play. Sure. sure. When Shante's boyfriend is caught red-handed stepping out with a co-worker, Shante institutes her 10-day plan to get her man in line. Yes. And th- thus the Battle uh, begins. Yeah, uh, in this uh, romantic comedy, oh, yeah, they call it of yeah. a sort. Sure. Now, my question to you in this yeah. one: Who has the game in this one? Oh, Vivica J. Fox. So, Mars Chester does not have game. No, not at all. In this, yeah, this Vivica Fox is so two actually aren't playing the game. No, no, no. It's it gets so boring for it that in the sequel, it has to be three you can play that game. But Morris is not in it. I know. I know. I know because he got played Look, out. Look, know how this works. We got next loser off the court. Well, they they were together at the end of the movie. Yeah, but then you know, other stuff start. happens. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for playing. That's What's a it? harmless film. It, it it is. We haven't reviewed it. yet. Yeah. No, we haven't. I mean, it's one of those. Yeah. Early because t- you said two thousand one. I, I thought it was a nineties film. It because exactly. it's 85. very much. Feels it has the body. Like a night You know, it, it, I was going to say it's part of that 90s churn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know. That's the key. Why well, you'd be surprised what a person can do with just a sense of touch and a sense of sound. Six Degrees of Durville, Mario, ladies and gentlemen, when... Two actors that he will have six movies or less to connect that to. Only one who plays that game, Derville Martin. Definitely got game. He definitely got game. And this game was on full view last week when we did our live yes. uh, screening of Five on the Black Hand Side yeah. at Bryn Mawr Film Institute. Thank you to each and every one of you. Yeah, it yeah out absolutely. That was a lot of fun. We had a time. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It really was. I enjoyed that a lot. Mm -hmm. All right, and the free pretzels were a hit. They were, they were. Even though Vincent, for political reasons, stayed away from the pretzels. (laughs) Yes, the political reasons is I don't like dry doughy. They weren't dry. They were. They were. They were. No, 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 just no, no, no. Made. no, 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 no. That's that, That's not a critique of the pretzels that you brought. That's a critique of pretzels. You know what you should do? Let's bake some bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Leave it out for four days. It wasn't. Then put some salt on it. That's not. That's not how they make pretzels. Are you sure? I'm positive. I watched them make pretzels at, pretzel, at the pretzel. Agree to disagree. What's the last time you went to a pretzel factory? never then you don't know i mean i'm just sort of reverse engineering it no, like, you're I, not re- I'm like how did you how would you make this like at some point this was bread which is by definition delicious no. how do you make bread not delicious i know you leave it out for four or five days just, that, see, and then you put salt on it you 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 are so ignorant right now you are so ignorant i, Ella, I can't yes i can't look at you agree to disagree Six Degrees of Durville Martin, right. ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I'm not helping you one bit. I'm glad I made this hard. Uh, Who's the first one? Is it a theme? Is it thematic? Keep it in theme. Yes. Because he got Gabe stars Ray Allen. Yes, it does. These are two famous Rays. Two famous Rays. Okay. In six movies or less. Connect yes. Durville Martin, Two? Two? Ray Stevenson rest in peace Ray Stevenson yes I dare you to ask me a question how was Ray Stevenson <laughs> no seriously why would I know why do I know Ray Stevenson he sounds suspiciously like a guy that I've looked at and said "Oh yeah it's that guy Yes, we just go see here for two hours. <laughs> it doesn't help because it's in, it's on TV. Um, it he, but he was in Rome. I never watched Rome. Oh well, wow. gee. What else was he on on TV? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out who this dude is. Uh, like I know I know the name. He was in. These uh, dead voices though. Um. Yeah, because then, because then he then jumps to movies. Show me a picture of him. Okay, I'll show you a picture of. him That's Ray Stevenson. That's a, is, it's Does he is he smiling like that usually? No, he's usually not smiling. I like, Can I get a regular picture of him? <laughs> that, that, that's smiling much. Looks like he's about to commit some type of crime. Well, I mean, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Let me find a picture of him. Let me find a picture of him. Uh, Oh. Hmm. No, that gives it away. Oh, my God. He's the most nondescript dude. He's been in movies you've seen. I guarantee you've seen these movies. I know you've seen these movies. Oh, my God. Yeah, give me something he was in. Yeah, because this dude, you're gonna be mad. Be um, I mean, sure. All right, but like he- I'm sure he's going. He's going to be in something. And I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. So ignorant. You're so ignorant tonight. Uh um, he's Russell did he die? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm supposed to keep track of everybody that died. <laughs> Not only did he die, I, we mentioned it on the show. One hundred percent did not. I be about time, right? right, but he because you can't keep up with him either. No, no, no true. Just okay. tell me one. Give me something he would say. He, he passed away in May. Okay. Um Peace. He was in. Uh, he was in GI Joe Retaliation. <laughs> Is that the one that was just out? Um, no, twenty thirteen. Is that the one to rock in it? Is The Rock in that? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if he's in retaliation. Wasn't he in the first one? Oh my God. Wasn't he just in the first one? Uh, yeah, I don't think The Rock is in this. One. Yeah, I never saw G.I. Joe. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, Rock is in this one. Okay, fine. There you go. All right, so there you go. There you so go. He's... All, All right. right. See All right. right. So, he's, so He's in that with Rock. So Dervil Martin... Is in, um, well, there you go. Derville Martin is in, um, if I'm on the black side with Dick Anthony Williams, who's in Mo Better Blues with Denzel Washington, who's in He Got Game with Rosario Dawson, who's in the, the Big Rundown with The Rock, who's in the G.I. Joe movie with Ray Stevenson. There you go. Now, what was he in that I've would have said, "Oh, wow, that guy!" Well, he some work right there. At one time, was cast as the Punisher in the movie after uh, Thomas Jane did the Punisher. And the most unsurprising thing that you've ever heard me say: a white dude who has a gun and shoots up people that he deems to be criminals has always left me cold. But okay. so I've never been a Punisher guy. Okay, fair enough. I'm not a big Punisher guy because I know how that works. I'm not a big yeah. Punisher so, so I've never. But seen... he also plays uh, Volstagg and boar. Wait, Volstagg is a big fat guy. Yeah, he's not a big, big fat guy. But he plays a big. He puts prank. on an outfit. Yes. In a wig, in yes. in the in the yes. How in the world am I supposed to know he's Volstagg? I did. it. All right, go ahead. Who's next? This next famous Ray, yeah, yeah, famous real loose. But go ahead, go ahead. Damn GI Joe movie, a Punishing movie, and then Thor dressed up as another guy. Go ahead. What do you mean dress up as another guy? That's what you do when you star in movies. You dress up as another guy. You don't put on a fat suit unless you're Madea. Did he put on a fat suit? Well, well, he must have put on a fat suit. Well, he put on. And then, like a red beard wig. Okay, they always wear wigs. Oh, go ahead. Who's the next Ray? Who's the next famous Ray? He was also on a Star Wars thing. Well, who was he in Star Wars? Um, now I got to go back to him because uh, I, I just saw the pictures. But he was in. Um... Hold on. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a second. It's scoffing at this man's. He was in um, Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, the TV show, and Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So he was in, in the cartoon. Okay, all right, go ahead, uh, go ahead, come on. Yeah, uh-huh. go ahead, go ahead. Okay, who's next? In six films or less, six films or less, connect Derville Martin, Martin to that other famous the Ray. Other famous Ray, because we've had a famous Ray already. Ray Bolger. Who the hell was Ray Bolger, Lynn? He's an actor. Yes. Uh, a uh, very famous actor. Here we go again. <laughs> uh, uh, on a scale of one to Michelle Obama, how easily can he you go to the Target on Monument Avenue? If he were alive, he, he, Uh okay, Uh depending on, on, on market, which, which target you pick the target, which, which target could he go in where a random person would say, oh my goodness, it's Ray Bolger. Let me get an autograph. If what? If the target what? If it was, was a it target, his own talent? If it was a target in 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 Hollywood. What year? Well, that you didn't ask that. Yeah, uh, you asked where. All right, Where? What's what's he in? Give me what's he in? What's he in? I would get I'll tell you. Go ahead. Do, do you want to know the last movie that he was in? Just tell me a movie he's in. That no. Come on. Come on. The last movie that he was in, uh huh, was from nineteen seventy nine. <laughs> and that was The Runner Stumbles Yeah uh-huh. right. Come on, you're just eating up tight Give me something You mean Okay Okay The movie that perhaps you know him best from hmm And he is more widely known for Mm-hmm Nineteen thirty nine, and that would be the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz with Judy Garland, yes, and Ray Bolger in, in in Ray Bolger, yes, of course, in a dual role. In a dual role. All right, I'm going to need one bit of help, and I'll tell you when I get to it. Because Derville Martin, let me just get my path right. Derville. No. Martin is in. No, 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 wait. Okay, no, no, no. I'm not going the way that you're going. I know I'm not going the way you're going. Not going the way that you're going. It's too many. Oh, fuck. I would help you. You would like. It would, well, I'm there already. Right. I would right, just be right. like, sitting here enjoying it. Right. 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 Succulently. So, you know, like... he had promised George Park. George for part Size for... We had seen him out here. George Capart? Yeah. I don't we have. I'm not talking to you. I think Okay. So Durville Martin is and Um, get to uh, Audrey. Audrey I think you we've actually shown because Audrey Hepburn. Okay, boom! There it is. Derval Martin is in. Guess who's coming to dinner? Catherine Hepburn. Catherine mm-hmm. Hepburn. Is in, um, is it Mother Goose with Humphrey Bogart? Oh, the the on the boat. That's it's not it's not Mother Goose. Father Goose, I mean. No, it's not Father Goose. It is um, the African Queen. It is African the African Queen. Katherine Hepburn is in the African Queen. Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart is in Sabrina. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn is in Breakfast at Tiffany's. with Andy Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. I'm sorry. Mickey Rooney. And this is where I need to help. What's the movie that Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland are in in Blackface? Oh, the one that they're in Blackface? I don't know. Um, I mean, you take a movie there and then like 10,000 movies together. Uh, well, then pick one for me. I, I just know the one at Darren Blackface because that's the one I always think about. Because they show the clip of them in um, Bamboozled. So, just in the interest of time, just give me a name of the movie that they're in together. I'm trying to think of now, I'm trying to think of what uh, their movies Uh so Once we get that connection, Judy Garland is in The Wizard of Oz with Ray Bollinger. They were in. see. Man. Uh firstly, a family affair. Is no, that, no, that it? No, that was the first Andy Rooney movie. I mean, uh not Andy, Andy Hardy movie. And yeah. And Judy Garland had a bit role in. So they were the All right. show, so, there you go. so there you go. And that's how you get to The dude played the Scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. Very good. There you go. A quicker route. Sure. Would have been Durville Martin in Guests Coming to Dinner with Spencer Tracy. Mm-hmm. Spencer Tracy is in uh, Judgment at Nuremberg. Okay. With Judy Garland. Okay. Who's in with the us? Okay. All right. Always get the African Queen mix. I think Father Goose is the one with Cary Grant. Cary Grant it's or Stay with a whole bunch of kids. I think is that the one? No, is it, is it maybe not a whole bunch of kids, but like right, the whole bunch of kids it's, 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 is I think six will get you egg rolls. Maybe, yeah. They they do start right. Yeah, together. yeah. But I know right the old crusty and drunk dude on the boat, and then the prim, prim school mom. and then the sparks fly. Sparks fly. Even though that movie has a sad ending. With the African Queen? Yeah. I don't remember the ending. They die. Both of them? Yes. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> they get caught. Then they die. I don't remember that at all. Because they, but they die married. It's weird. By the Nazis? I don't think it was Nazis so much. That, caught. that part I'm not quite sure, but they die. Oh my goodness. Good movie. Yeah, hey, that's a good movie. I just don't remember the end. Yeah, I know. Like, you don't see them die, but not a lot of happy endings when the Nazis catch you. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 you got to keep it real. <laughs> Nazis weren't known for taking people out for cupcakes. They don't. Right. I don't believe they had cupcakes. They had. All right. All right. There you go. Well, there you go, Vincent. You did it. Your rays are real shaky. These are shaky rays. Not shaky rays. Shaky rays. Did he make anything besides the Wizard of Oz? He made that anyone on Earth would know about that, that in the 30s. Yes, usually <laughs> we just go to the movies because popcorn was cheap, and they wanted to get out the rain. Look, hey Ken, give me a popcorn. I I got two bits. Give me a big old bag of popcorn. I haven't eaten today. Air Fry saying no. They just swim away. I don't believe they swim away. They are lost in like a, a tide. He's talking about the end of African Queen, and that they're lost in the tide. And I'm pretty sure it's alluded to that, like they don't get out of the water. You don't see them get out of the water. Sitting here, it's raining outside. I'm we'll eat this popcorn and watch this Ray Bollinger movie. Ray Bulger, sure, why not? First of all, he's Ray Bulger, and second of all, he's in The Wizard of Oz, which is in makeup now considered one of the greatest cinematic achievements of all time absolutely a movie that is still run yes yearly yes annually yes. over the scarecrow he's the scarecrow who's the dude who plays the tin man um that is though mm-hmm. who's the dude who played the lion why you said know. uh-huh Who the dude who's the lady that plays a witch that's, um, uh-oh. Who's the great, who's the wizard? Who's a the who's a great and powerful Oz? Who plays that guy? Richard Fryer. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh-oh. This popcorn sure is hot. Oh, so glad I can get out the rain. Look. Look. You need some shaky rays. Look, man, I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate this disparaging of Ray Stevenson. These dearly departed. Actors, oh bless them, who made their made their mark in Hollywood. Absolutely, certainly Ray Bolger did. Certainly, got a star in a walk. I'm him. sure he does. Hands in in Gorman's Chinese. There. <laughs> See it? Like a picture to scare. Does it actually say the guy who played the scarecrow? No, it says Ray Bolger, the guy who played the scarecrow. Let's <laughs> say. So disrespectful! Aren't you pick some actual people? What are the actual people? Go ahead, come on. Name one movie he was in besides Wizard of Oz*. That's entertainment. Okay, that doesn't count because that's a bunch of clips. And the only reason he said that's entertainment is because they show him in a clip from *The Wizard of Oz*. It's on his I bet it is Great (laughs) Bolger Go ahead It's time for us It's time for us to get into our It's time for us to get into our review of He Got Game We'll be right back with our movie review after we step to these messages out the projects, baby. Where we gonna live at, son? Central Park West somewhere? What you gonna buy your mom, son? How, A big house. It's the will of the man. and ain't the skill of the man. Don't be afraid of nobody. Take it, take Go it. Go strong, baby. Like nobody's than yes. you. Do you have a son named Jesus Shuttlesworth? Is your son considered the number one high school prospect in the East United States? He's awesome, baby, with a capital A. Governors made a request that your son seriously consider enrolling in his alma mater. Big state. The governor's given me his word. He'll do everything in his power to cut your time here short. The NC2A deadline is one week away. Two parole officers will be assigned to you. Yeah, I guess I better get working now. huh? Hello, son. What did I tell you about that stranger in the house? He's not a stranger. He's our father. I don't have a father. Look, I need to talk to you. You'll see me around. The man escaped just like Shawshank. Shank. <laughs> Why beat around the bush? We love you. It's 10,000 dollars. I don't need that money, Cody. You can look like Buddy Hackett and drive down the street with this and have 40 girls chasing you. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I want you to go to Big State, son. You find it in your heart to go to Big State, they may let me out on an early parole. I got that uh, arthritis thing. My brother's got the same arthritic condition. It's going around here in Coney Island. Yeah, 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 it's contagious. But Why I, in the hell did you name me Jesus anyway? What type of name is that? Jesus, Jesus! It's biblical name. No kidding. I pray that you understand why I pushed you. I was the one who put the ball in your crib. I ain't no baby no more. Dear Lord, deliver Jesus to us. People make mistakes. People veer off the path. So what? God forgives them. When will you? Never. I bet he can finally beat you. One-on-one. And this will be the most important decision in your life. A basketball player's father must try to convince him to go to a college so he can get to a shorter sentence. Denzel Washington and future NBA Hall of Famer, Ray Allen, star, and Spike Lee's He Got Game from 1998, a uh, critical sports drama. That also stars a very, very surprisingly very young Rosario Dawson, Mm -hmm. an 18-year-old Rosario Dawson, Mm -hmm. uh, Mila Jovovich, Mm -hmm. uh, Hill Harper, Mm -hmm. uh, Ned Beatty. Mm -hmm. In a cameo role, we also had Bill Nunn, Thomas Jefferson Bird, Mm -hmm. Roger Gouverneur Smith, and... The also recently departed Jim Brown. Jim Brown. In the film that Vincent selected for this stop on the show mission. Vincent, what say you of Spike Lee's He Got Game? Well, as I've mentioned various times, Spike Lee is my favorite filmmaker. He really is. And part of my argument for Spike Lee being my favorite filmmaker. Is that I would argue head to head, Spike Lee's first five films. Yes. She's Gotta Have It, School Days, Do the Right Thing, Jungle Fever, Mobeta Blues. And then Malcolm X. Or Malcolm X. Right. I'm sorry. I said Jungle Fever, but Malcolm X should be in there. I will put up against. No, I'm right. Malcolm X is his sixth film. Oh, okay. Yeah. But his first five films, I will put up against any filmmaker's first five films. Ooh. Like, you take their first five, and I'll put it up against anyone else's first five. Like, you know, I think he comes out the box, and then as you said, coming off the bench, to use some basketball terminology, would be Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And those of us who love Spike Lee I think argue or would say that this is his golden age, like this first six or seven films, you know, from she's got to have it to Malcolm X. And certainly when people talk about Spike Lee's filmography, 90% of the time, the if point. they're not talking about something he just made, they're talking about these films. That's true. I have affection for a group of films that I personally call Spike Lee's second wind where I think there are some films after this first seven uh Crooklyn clockers girl six mm-hmm. that are okay. Mm-hmm. But, but certainly there is a, a, a decline in quality from the classic films. But then after that, you get get on the bus. Yeah. And from get on the bus to the 25th hour, mm-hmm. I think Spike Lee kind of is in this groove as a veteran, sort of settled in filmmaker, mm-hmm. and he got game. Really falls in that period, and it has a lot of the attributes of of the Spike Lee filmmaking in this moment, sort of the late '90s, early aughts. Mm-hmm. First of all, it, it it you know I think it's very assured filmmaking. Like this is somebody who knows his way about around the language of film, whether you're talking about the the opening sequence, where it's this montage of basketball players set against this Aaron Copeland orchestral music, where just through the language of the film, Spike Lee is making the argument that basketball, which if you don't know Spike Lee for his filmmaking, you know, he is a very passionate basketball fan. Mm hmm. Spike Lee is making the argument that basketball is this beautiful, epic activity. And you see this uh, just throughout the film, you know, the staging of scene to scene, so on and so forth. I think this is is very much a film that, you know, Spike Lee is Spike Lee because the l- level of cameos that he brings in with different basketball coaches, with different basketball players, where you know that Spike Lee is someone who he, when he makes phone calls, people answer the phone. All right. But I think what I really, really enjoy the most about this film. And, and, you know, we'll talk about the other perform. I think the performances, I think there, there are steady to good performances, as you mentioned um, Some of the Spike Lee players that we've come to love at this point, Roger Gouverneur Smith, Bill Nunn, um, Thomas Jefferson Bird, all have appearances in this film. And every time they're on the screen, I to, uh, they do good work. Someone who's only in two films, but, you know, those two films are Spike Lee films. The young Zelda Harris. Yes. Who is the young actress from Crooklyn. Does well in this film. Uh, Lynette McKee. I'm saying, you know, I would, you don't think about Lynette McKee as a Spike Lee player, but Malcolm X, He Hate Me, Jungle Fever, this Lynette McKee shows up in Spike Lee movies. And, And, you know, much like everyone I've named, she doesn't have a big role, but I like her in the moments that she's here. But it really is Denzel Washington. That I love in this film. Uh, This is one of four films. That he made with Spike Lee. You know just we we just gonna name. Films so you know it's Mo Better Blues. Of course Malcolm X. There's Inside Man. Mm -hmm. And then there's this. And the thing that I love. About Denzel Washington. In Spike Lee films. Is that. You really get Denzel Washington. The actor. Like this is Denzel, Washington, and and certainly by 1998, he's Denzel, yep, yep, but he, he, he he's acting, and and this is a bit, you know, this is a mode, you know you have shades of, of Denzel in American gangster or or, or or, of course, Training day, where he's a little dangerous. you know he's a little dangerous there's like there's this physicality to his presence there's his physicality to his performance as this man who has gotten out of jail to try and persuade his son to go to big state U at the request of the governor he's in jail because he accidentally killed his wife but even in the accidental killing of his wife this is a man who you, you know frankly I think he's like a lot of black men in circumstances that aren't the best like like you know he's married he has two kid kids but they live in the projects and like a lot of people unfortunately it seems like he has put all of his chips on Ray Allen's character Jesus from very early like this is the you got to be a ball player and buy your mama a house plan and he pushes him and everything you know this King Richard, yeah, exactly. This terrible tragedy occurs. I mean, you know, he's mourning over it, but this is something that happens because of the decisions that he makes before the the the, the killing happens. You get Denzel Washington, the father, which I like Denzel Washington as a father figure, but in most of the films where you get Denzel Washington as a father. You know, again, whether you're talking about you know, I don't know, the great debaters or 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 or, or John Q John Q or Antoine Fisher, he he or or fences. Mm. He reads a little older. So this Denzel Washington in flashback as a young father, and in the current filmmaking as this father who's been in prison. Coupled with, again, this physicality, this kind of almost dangerous mode that you get sometimes, I thought made for a really interesting performance that I loved every moment that Denzel Washington was on screen. And something clicked with me today watching this where I've always been a little distracted by the Afro. Like, he has this big afro because he's been in jail and he comes out and he's... A, but I noticed today, because he's he's still a fairly young man. I think he's, like, 35. Oh, when this Denzel. Denzel Washington when he's... Made. You kind of need this afro because, you know, Denzel Washington is a strikingly handsome man. Yeah. Like, he really is. So that you kind of need that to kind of give him the space that you can concentrate on his acting so that the performances, the storyline, I just, this is a nice, you, you know, like this is a, a, a mode again of a filmmaker who is is seasoned. This is the, the making, the, the filmmaker who is seasoned and in a groove who's able to get certain resources for his filmmaking and able to tell a story that he wants to tell with actors that he wants to work with. Mm. Is it a perfect film? Of course, it's not a perfect film. Frankly, you, you know, I think very few a tour films and certainly Spike Lee falls under this. I would call perfect films. And certainly this is a film that has the hallmark of a, a Spike Lee film be frankly a film made by one of these veteran directors that they're told yes more than they're told no mm-hmm. it comes right in at 2 hours even at 2 hours it feels stuffed like there are, there's there's way more plot than i think is necessary and i have to say if i were going to make cuts as much as i love thomas jefferson the whole plot with Thomas Jefferson Bird and Mila Jovovich as this sort of prostitute with a heart of gold, and 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 Dakota Jake, and Dakota and Jake, who is is Denzel Washington's character, has a bit of a love affair with her. You don't need that at all. Roger Guvenair Smith has a wonderful monologue about the dangers of being a basketball player in this environment and in and just being a young man in this in this world and drugs and sex and this that and the other and and if you, you know I love some Roger Gouverneur Smith full stop but you don't need it no you don't need it and this is time that could be used to let some other plot points breathe Spike Lee and his women Spike Lee and his women, I, I think, um, mm-hmm. you, you know, I, I think I, I like Lynette McKee, but unfortunately, Lynette McKee has died when this film started. So all you get is the sainted mother and the sainted wife. She doesn't really have the space to be an actual character. Um, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a moment where, 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 where Jesus goes on a college visit to go and and it's like every stereotype of the college visit of the jock that that you know in every barbershop in America that you've heard of and you know it's it's like it's a bevy of white girls waiting for him and then there's you know a really gratuitous sex scene with with you know these these women with very sort of exaggerated you know fake Boobs and you—they're actual porn actresses. Oh, are they? Yes. Oh, well, there you go. And it's just—it's just not necessary. The real female role in this film is Rosario Dawson's Lala, Mm -hmm. who is his girlfriend. And I was ready to put her right on the shelf with the other women, but she has this wonderful moment in her last scene in the film where she gets the space to talk about her perspective. Right, her appeal, of it. Her appeal as of it. As the girlfriend of the star athlete that's about to leave. Mm-hmm. And she is smart enough to know that any chance I have of being a part of this is very quickly vanishing. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out a, a piece for myself. And it's a wonderful scene but I just wish, again, there was more room for it. There was more space for her to talk about that. As much as this is Denzel Washington's movie, this is Ray Allen's movie. And as an actor, this is Ray Allen's first role. I think this may be Ray Allen's only role. Is his only role. And he, you know... He, he comes across as somebody who's not really an actor. Like I, he, I, the credit I will give him, I think he moves well. Like he's, you know, he's not kind of skittish in his skin. Like he seems like he's comfortable in front of the camera just physically. But, a, you know, a lot of his line readings are a little wooden. Now in his defense, 90% of the time he's sharing a screen with Denzel Washington or Bill Nunn or Rosario Dawson. So, you know, these are some heavyweight talents. Even Zelda Harris is, you know, acting rings around him. And I have to say, sort of insult to injury, you kind of want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, well, you know, he's, he's an athlete, he's a basketball he's not really an actor. But then they bring Rick Fox in, <laughs> who I have to say, Like my embarrassing, here's my embarrassing sports thing. Rick Fox is so good in this film and so good in other things I've seen him in. It was an embarrassingly long time before I found out that Rick Fox was a basketball player. Oh, you you didn't even know. I thought Rick Fox was an actor. So I'm not going to say this is a case of the house of cards is built on this foundation and it falls apart because of Ray Allen, but he does make it shaky, mm. like it's shaky. Yeah, yeah. Having said that, I do think the goods outweigh the bad. Again, I love Denzel Washington in this role, and and as Denzel Washington gets older, and and we we are talking about legacy, and we talk about the great Denzel Washington roles. This. Film doesn't come up, and I think for his performance in this film, it should. So that you know, I land on I, I. I still really enjoy this film. Okay, all right. Um, it's funny you you pointed out you Denzel and his afro. We're comic book guys, so in 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 comic books, ladies and gentlemen, years ago back in the seventies, you know when they had ads in the comic books. So this ad usually appeared on the back cover. On the back cover there was um uh ads for Converse sneakers mm-hmm. that famously were uh this ad was drawn by legendary uh Mad Comics uh, artist Jack Davis. Um and it featured uh 70s basketball superstars white Rick Barry and black Julius Dr. J. Irving. That's right. Complete with his afro, big afro, and his huge goatee. Yeah, oh yeah. And every time, every time since the beginning of time, when I've heard of this movie, and he got game, and I saw the images of Denzel Washington with the afro and the goatee, mm-hmm. I said, oh, he's playing Dr. J. Right. Right. And I think one of the reasons why I never went to see this movie before now is because it wasn't about Dr. J. And right. I was like, oh, well, I don't want to see it. Right, right, right. This, this right. is not the Dr. Yes. J story. You've, you've, you've only seen one film in the history of films. Like, you went to the fish to save Pittsburgh. Right. And then you were done. I, that was, I didn't need to, well... Is Dr. J in this movie? No. Actually, okay. I'll pass. Actually, I went to see The Fish That Save Pittsburgh, and then I wanted to see Dr. J done right, right. Right, right, right. Um, so, hoped that this would be it, Right, and it wasn't. So, this was my coming out party with He Got Game. Okay. So, this was the first time that I've seen this film. And ladies and gentlemen, this will be the last time that I see He's Got Game. hmm Unlike you, I did not like this movie. Mm. Um, I feel that I, you know, I'm a fan of Denzel Washington. And I see where the bones are there for the character of Jake Shuttlesworth to be a monumental character for him, right? And I can see him kind of trying to put it on, put on that character. But I think, personally, in this film that was directed by Spike Lee, but also written by Spike Lee, the script lets him down. And one of the things that I, the first thing that was hitting me as I was watching this film was that this script sounds very, almost amateurish. Sound like a first draft. And then in looking up information about this film, I was not surprised to see that this movie was filmed in 23 days, in just 23 days, which makes me feel like, oh, I don't think he really sat with this script and really worked it over the way that it needed to be. Because it wasn't so much just the line readings, just the actual dialogue came off as very on the nose, you know, very, you know, um, telling you about somebody, who they are, you know, how we've talked about this in scripts before, where it kind of like almost gives the person's resume a little Mm -hmm. bit, you know, it does more telling than showing. Uh, And I thought that this film did a lot of that. Uh, And that, you know, especially coming from Spike Lee, And this far along in his career is something that I didn't expect. Um, And I see Denzel Washington trying to, to me at least, trying to work his way around that. And I don't know whether or not he 100% ever feels comfortable in it. I think, honestly, the times where it comes across the most is when he is up against a more seasoned actor. And those, you, those scenes are more often with Mila jo, uh, Jovovich. Uh, while I agree that that whole storyline could have been excised from this movie, and probably there's an argument to to be made that it should have been, I didn't mind it because it was some of the best acting in the movie. So I appreciated it, if only for that. Um but when you said that this movie was a lot of it's about Denzel Washington Jake aka Denzel Washington he leaves this movie for a pretty long stretch and he turned things over to Ray Allen who in his woodenness is unable to carry the ball you know he can bounce a ball but he can't carry he can't carry the ball and that alongside a script that feels very first pass a script that has to me almost total disregard for any of the thoughts or uh, uh, of any woman that is in this movie at all that just puts together a movie that just and also a movie that for for whatever reason didn't have any style to it. Like with Spike Lee, I understand that, you know, at this point he's long removed from his, his uh working with Ernest Dickerson. Mm-hmm. But Spike Lee is still in in his own right an accomplished filmographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually most of his films have some type of style. And I think there's an attempt to have a style to this, to this movie, but I don't think any of it ever congeals from the, from the cinematography to the editing. I think it just comes across as very ugly. I think it comes across as as an ugly movie. So you didn't like the basketball scenes? Uh, No, I didn't think, I didn't think the basketball scenes were edited well at all. Uh, They're not the worst basketball scenes I've seen, but I don't think they're, the, the best basketball scene to me is the final scene where it's basically him and the, you know, Jake sure, and, and sure. Jesus going up, up against each sure. other, which is, which is fine because all he's doing is just setting the camera and, and shooting the game. I actually think that's Ray Allen's best scene and it, because he's playing basketball. Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, it, it, when he's well, talking, when he's talking, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Fair enough. And maybe it is, yeah. maybe it is. Um, but and, and that's the best basketball shot scene. Everything else in this movie, I just I just don't feel. I feel it feels it like I said. It feels ugly. It doesn't feel like it. There's any like it, there's usually a a you can sense what the movement from seeing the scene. I didn't sense any of that. So man. what'd you think of the opening montage? I thought the opening montage. I. I thought it was cool, but it, it, I didn't think there was anything super great about it. Um, I, I, the soundtrack, well, the score by Aaron, Aaron Copeland, mm-hmm. uh, the soundtrack by Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of work together, mm-hmm. um, but they're. I don't think the images do them do them any justice. Um, I think you talked about Rosario Dawson in her final scene. Mm-hmm and i think she is good in her final scene but she's set up so much of like part of the problem right. part of one of the other people trying to you know take advantage of jesus throughout the uh, the bulk of the movie mm-hmm. that when that scene comes in i don't know about you but i was and i certainly wouldn't argue with anyone who argue whether or not she was being genuine in the things that she is saying you know it's, it's, she's now still running game, you know what I mean? Wow, I'd never thought about that. But that's that's the way I that's the way I read it. I wanted to be there with you, right? But I could also see like, but is she still running she game? Still running because game. the scene just before that she was in the pool with dude. yeah, it, with 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 this, with this this other guy that she was trying to hook him up with that you realize was all shady and all this other stuff. Um, uh, so yeah, I so. I, I didn't buy that. Um, outside of her, Lynette McGee, like you said, is just a sainted mother in, in this movie, so she really doesn't have any type of interior you know, inter dialogue or monologue going on. Every other woman, there's, there's an aunt in the beginning of the movie, you don't see her the rest of the film. No, no, she, no, she don't. She disappears. And, and talking about giving something room to breathe, did you catch the stuff about the uncle? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Nunn's character yeah yeah but you know he, because there definitely is are hints of what type of guy is he yeah because there's a mention about he wouldn't let uh his sister to be with him, with him in that room gotta get out of there and yeah, then he, yeah but again it doesn't he doesn't have to go anywhere right the only other time you see his uncle who when you meet him initially he seems like he's Bill Nunn like you know Good, good right, uncle, right. good guy, working man, working, working man. But in the space of that exact same scene, he turns into just another guy who's trying to take advantage of him. Sure. and then the only other scene you see in him, of him, is him taking advantage of right, him. right. So there's that's not f- fleshed out at all. Which also, I'm sorry, speaks to a first draft script. Um, so, like there was there was no, nothing about this movie the gratuitous sex the gratuitous sex scene is very gratuitous but you know you kind of see it coming because there's gratuitous nudity already before that right. in the Roger Guvenaire Smith when right. he's giving his whole monologue right you know um which could have been excised, which then could have got a lot of that gratuity as yeah. well. Um, uh, they're speaking about giving room to breathe when he is on that college dorm the, uh, trip with uh, at Tech U at Tech U with Rick Fox. There is a scene as they're walking through the courtyard. There are black female students that come up to Rick Fox character and it's like, oh man, why are you doing this like that, Rick? you like, oh you know, I love you, baby. And then you see the white uh girl students and then they start kissing on them and everything like that. Uh and it follows along. If you pay attention, the black female students are watching them. Right. From behind. Yes. They're watching all this yeah go along. But then you never focus in on them right at all. Because this movie has Zero care for what the black women may be thinking about, right? Um, even though it it pays a little lip service to it later on, mm-hmm. but it has zero care, and this is a criticism that has been lot against get slightly, a it's lot of spiky- spiky- movie, right? Yeah, um, and some could argue because me trying to look at the glass half, half full mm-hmm. was like, okay, well, at least some of the more problematic women that he's showing in this movie mm-hmm. are white. Yeah. Um, outside of the Rosario Dawson character that then makes you say, oh, then does he give her the turn at the end to try and soften her character up a little bit. But by then it reads it false. So I, I just didn't buy anything. I didn't mm-hmm. buy anything on this. I, I didn't buy Ray Allen, but you give him a pass. Cause like you said, he's not an actor. Uh, and I do think he has charisma. Okay, I right. did, like I like I like him. I did I did do not think he. You has You don't any. like Ray Allen? No, I don't think he has any charisma. And Quiet is kept as a fan of basketball, and I like him as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. I've never found Ray Allen the man to be that charismatic. So no, I don't think he has any charisma. I don't think he's a bad looking guy. Right, right. And so there, and I think like as a basketball player, he has moves, but I don't think he very charismatic or anything right. like that. No, not at all. Um, so then I don't buy him in any of his scenes where he's up against actor. Another actor who he doesn't, he bumps up against and the person that he spends most of his scenes with is Hill Harper. And yeah. Hill Harper, Hill Harper's an, an actor who I'm kind of iffy on as well. Yeah. But I like him in this movie. Right, right. And it's funny, speaking of, of Spike Lee movies, it, it this is one of two Spike Lee movies where Hill Harper basically plays Spike Lee's role. Exactly. Right, exactly. So it's like this and get on the bus. Mm-hmm. You know, Hill Harper. There's a roles that Spike Lee would have. Spike Lee. Right. But Spike, Lee, aged out right his- he, Spike Lee is aged out of playing. The role of Spike Lee will now be played. By Hill Harper, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So at the end of the day, man, and and, and it, as much as people like, you know, I I have friends. I can think of one six foot four long dreadlock friend right now who's screaming at the at his computer right, right. at me right now. who who kneels on the altar of he got game? It's got fans. It's got a lot. It's got of fans. a lot of fans. So it, which is fine. Yeah, because it don't need me. No, because no. I am not a fan of everything. Fans. Is not for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, you know, like I said, I, I, I do. And this may be more along the lines of what you're saying than not. I do think about this film as part of, again, this compendium of Spike Lee films Mm -hmm. at this moment. So, like, I will, as I've done tonight, kind of talk about this film interchangeably with Summer of Sam and Get on the Bus and, you know, these films where, again, I, I feel like... You know, I think your critique about the style is... An interesting one, because what I always think and in part of my Spike Lee's first five films, and then, you know, Malcolm X is the cherry on top, is that I feel like Spike Lee almost had a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll show you. Yeah. I'll yeah, show you yeah. all. something to prove, And course. I'm going to make the most stylish, most Spike Lee-ish thing for, for six films straight. And then you know I do, and I and, and we've talked about this with those kind of intermediary, you know, whether we're talking about Crooklyn or or Clockers, where you know I always almost felt like Spike Lee kind of took a breath, and is like, I'm here, mm-hmm. like I'm Spike Lee now, like I don't have to have like the overly stylish, you know, I don't have to have the um the steady cam shot and this that and the other. And I guess now I'm doing an experiment in my head. Like, if you didn't tell me this was a Spike Lee movie, what is it about this film That's, that makes that sense. would have made me say, oh, this is some Spike Lee stuff? Mm-hmm. I think the oversaturation of the lighting in the scenes with Thomas Jefferson Burke, that kind of garish where he where uses this to say that I'm showing you the grotesque mm-hmm. is something that he's kept. And yeah. you see it even in, um, like, the Five Bloods, where he kept that. But I, 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 do. I'm, I'm going to stick with the Denzel Washington thing. I think, I think there are very few directors that let Denzel Washington work in this mode than Spike Lee. Like I really like like uh, like uh, I really do. I can't really contradict or refute anything you said, but I'm sticking by the Denzel Washington thing. And even with the, the the script issues, like I think just his performance, his you know, I'm thinking about him hugging the grave, the the gravestone at his wife's grave, which to your point, there's actually no dialogue. It's just Denzel acting. I think his, you know, his movements through the street and, and just all of like, <laughs> here you go. I didn't know until today that what I really want is, unfortunately, we can't, like, I really needed more Denzel Washington and Jim Brown to work together. Yes. And bounce off each other and just that, that masculine energy. I have Jim Brown in here and he's like, again, two scenes. I think that's probably Jim Brown. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like um Jim Brown in the ten minutes he was in, she hate me. Mm. Like, is that Jim Brown? So, but I guess you should ask the question: Would you recommend that people watch He Got Game? I would, I would, and and you know, frankly, it's almost not worth asking because I really do think that, regardless of my personal taste. Spike Lee is one of the most important filmmakers of the last 50 years. So, you have to watch Spike Lee movies. You do have to watch Spike Lee movies. I don't think you have to watch this movie. I'm okay. Sorry. I don't, I, I don't, uh, I think you can be an important filmmaker, but you don't have to watch every one of their movies. Oh, I disagree with that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. 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 Um, but besides, you know, I do think, I, I, I yeah, it's the Denzel Washington thing. It's a Denzel Washington thing, and I do think it is. Uh, um, this is a, this is a fascinating period of his filmmaking. I think this is a film that was made for YouTube. I think you can watch some of the some clips uh, on YouTube, and you can get the gist of this movie. You can get the best parts of this movie, and you will be better served. In that because I honestly because I I the script does let me down the garishness of it lets me down and I honestly and maybe say of me what you will I honestly was put off by a lot of the gratuity Mm -hmm. in in this right and I don't get me wrong I like nudity yeah I got I got no problem with nudity but but. Like just, just to be there, just to be there, and serving absolutely no purpose. Yeah, um, that I, 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 got a problem with it, and it was, it, it just bummed me out. It left a bad taste. It in left mouth. bad taste in, in in my mouth. It's um, Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Point, mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. So no, I cannot recommend. He got game. Now, speaking of YouTube and things on YouTube, I I have to say part of the reason this came was on my radar and I put it in front of the docket. Have you heard the the story of the last scene? Yes. About how it was originally supposed to be, but they played, they finally played one-on-one. Right, right. They had had always played one-on-one, you know, growing up and he had never beaten his father. Of course, because his father went to jail when he was young. Um, So now they're going to play one-on-one and it was... Supposed to be written it was written written, on the, written in the script that That's right. Jesus was going to beat his father 15 to 0 11 to 0 Well, 11 to zero. 11 to 0 boom it was shut out right but Denzel Washington who's a bit of a basketball player played for Fordham University said oh we're not <laughs> going to have any of that <laughs> Uh, you will not get film of me getting schooled by some young boy, because at right. this point, Ray Allen is a young boy. Right, right. So it's like no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Anything, we're going to at least really play. Right. So they, so Denzel really plays for the first two shots. Right. Uh And scores on him. Yeah. It quickly goes up, like, you know, 2 nothing, at which point Ray Allen... Who had read the script? Yes, and realized that these two acting, these aren't in the script. These aren't in the script. <laughs> oh, we going off script, are we? Well, well apparently, what he says is so. Like you said, Denzel Washington gets off a couple of shots, then Denzel Washington throws up one, and that goes in. Denzel Washington is so happy that that third one that he just kind of threw up goes in, and this is in the movie. He runs around the court twice and you know talking about this being the best scene part of the reason it's the best scene is that a lot of it they're not acting Mm -hmm. so Denzel Washington runs around Ray Allen who is not an actor says time out to Spike Lee and uh, apparently Denzel Washington starts cracking up Spike Lee is like you know what you want from me and then Ray Allen is like oh okay now we going to play. Like you're not going to score anymore. So like I think those shots where Ray Allen is is talking trash, that's not Jesus talking trash to his father. That's Ray Allen talking trash to Denzel Washington. Right, to to be clear from that point on, Ray Allen scores 11 straight points. Yes. Right, right. Right. And you actually if you look at like if you know the story and you look at it, you can actually see the switch, because mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there what, what you gonna do with Ray Allen? Because he blocks one of Denzel's shots into right. the camera. Then. Well, I mean, he just sort of manhandles him uh-huh. as as he should. Right. I mean, Denzel Washington's probably a pretty good basketball player, but he's also a thirty-five-year-old actor. Yes, and he's also not six feet <laughs> four. <laughs> right. Right. Ray Allen is Ray Allen. So right. So, yeah. so that That's was just a little addendum. And that's all you need to see on YouTube, ladies and right. gentlemen. Just go to that scene. And you've seen He Got Game. Spike Lee telling the story is hilarious. All you need to see is Spike Lee telling the story. About that last scene. And you've seen as well. He Got Game. Yeah. All, right. all right. All right. Well, before we tell you what we're going to be watching next week, ladies and gentlemen, I invite you to... Like the Michelle Mission, two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. You can go to michellemission.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-A-U-X, M-I-S-S-S-I-O-N, and hit swag and catch up, get a hold of all the cool designs and gifts that we have available for your buying pleasure by way of our good friends at Public, You can also hit check out any of the upcoming events that we have, the Michelle Mission, in when? I believe on August 5th. August 5th at 7 p.m. We're going to be on the Daily John stage at the Kimmel Cultural Campus during Black Star Film Festival, ladies and gentlemen, as we're going to be talking with the creators of a noted historic documentary, The Space Race, all about the history of black astronauts. So that promises to be a lot of fun. Go to BlackStarFest.org for details um, you can like the Michelle mission on all your social medias, Instagram, Facebook, social media formerly known as Twitter. Mama call them Twitter. I'm gonna call it Twitter. All right, we're not on Threads yet. I, I believe we have to be on Threads. Our our former social media director uh, Toya let me know that we have to be on Threads, so we have to. Be We'll be on threads, okay? You can also subscribe to the Michelle Mission on YouTube, where you're watching us right now. YouTube at Michelle Mission, which is a proud member of the podglomerate, thepodglomerate.com. They make podcast work. The Michelle Mission is also filmed every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. through the graces of our great producer, Dylan, right there in the back, right here at Young Junk. Philadelphia's premier video podcast palace. Go to videocontentfactory.com and book your time in the young Junk Studios today. All the studios are open. Except this one. This is ours. You can look at it. You can see it when you come. All right? Okay. Next week on the Michelle Mission, mm-hmm. we're going to watch a movie. Nah, right now. Off t- off the dome. Off the top. Off the top of the dome. Off the top of the dome? Pick one right now. Pick one right now. Off the top of the dome. Ooh. Come on. Gotta be some we ain't watch. Go ahead, pick one. Someone we ain't watch? Pick one. Okay. Then I'll do it. They clone Tyrone. No! Why can't we do Because we're doing that in in April. We're not doing that. We're gonna do that in a whole another year. We are. We gotta let it, we got we gotta let it marinate. We're not doing the clone Tyrone. Pick something else. This is not fair. It is, yeah, well. Okay, so now I gotta pick a film. Alright. Pick one of them old timey black movies you like. Pick something old timey with them old. <laughs> Come on, pick one of them old timey need <laughs> movies. Oh, that's some for us. I just some and That's a fresh suckertash. That's a fresh suckertash and hoot Come on, pick one of them old timey black movies. I usually have to look those up. Oh, you don't have no know black. Oh, you don't know, you know, have Oh, you don't know Ray Bulger, you know. You don't know no black movies, though. That's a fresh suckertash and Negro Cavalcades. <laughs> oh i the Joshua. fat. Jiminy, Jiminy. Joshua, fat and Jiminy, Jiminy. I try to think of one time more. Is in the okay. Come on. I'm trying to think of one. Um uh let's watch um oh god what can we watch come on something fun come on uh come on come on ball <laughs> Let's watch and review, and I see people shouting in the chat. Yeah, y'all shut up. We're going to pick an old Tommy colored movie. Old star Negro Cavalier Star. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to pick a movie that we've done before. No! No, 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 fair enough, fair enough. Because you know it's a movie, one that we never did on YouTube. And two, it's a movie that the audio is not that great on the episode. What is it? Bingo Long Traveling Austin. Oh, that's a good one. Bingo All right, Havelaster. The <laughs> they actually do a cakewalk, too. <laughs> it's actually a cakewalk. There's a cakewalk in that movie. All right. So Bingo Long See, we should have done stormy weather. We did stormy weather. We didn't do stormy weather. Yes, we did. We did do stormy weather. We didn't do cabin in the sky. That's what we did. Which is the movie that they made around the same time. Right, right. We did do stormy weather, and we did do stormy uh, Brewster's Millions. We didn't do Brewster's Millions. Didn't we do we Brewster's? Did not Webbing? do Brewster's Millions. No, we did the toy. We did the toy. We didn't do Brewster's. No. We didn't do Brewster's Millions. But we're doing Bingo Long's traveling all stars in his traveling all stars and road show because I don't feel like watching Brewster's Millions. That is not a great. <laughs> That'll that'll be in May. You know, I was talking about moving the other day. Not moving like moving from my house, but moving the the movie moving with Richard Pryor. You know that movie fascinates me because it's Richard Pryor playing Cliff Huxtable. Yeah. It's just a weird movie. It's just a really weird. Weird movie because it's, one, and he's not in good shape in that movie. I don't think he's. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's one of the movies where you can tell he's getting sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it's fascinating because he's clearly playing Cliff Huxtable. Yeah, and I think that is post Eddie Murphy coming on the scene. Oh, I did one hundred percent this. So he's trying to find a lane. It 100% Because Eddie Murphy has stolen his lane. Yeah. It, it 100% is. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yes, we did. Sorry to bu- It's Bingo Long's Travel and All Star, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're watching next week. Until then, he's Vince. I'm Len. And in parting, we say. We'll see you when it's. T- <laughs> I'm still thinking about <laughs> Negro movies. Awesome Frostal, we'll see you when it's time to meet again the Michelle mission is produced by len webb and vincent williams and edited by len webb with co-production by mo poplar music by alexa gold and filmed at the video content factory michelle michelle is a proud member of the podglomerate podcast network